0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guests are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togenet Entertainment, or The Owners Group, Inc.
1: It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good... Some bad, but from everyone there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called paying it forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you, with you paying it forward too.
2: Well, good morning everyone. It's Josephine. I hope everybody had a great week. Um, today we have a guest. Her name is Tina Hill, and um, she is the owner of Sack. And Tina's a great person, and today's show is going to be wonderful. I know it will, because she's a no-nonsense business person, and I know you're going to get a lot of great tips from Tina today. So um, kid sacks, they're actually eco-friendly back sacks for kids and um, they're a lot of fun because it's a great activity for parents to um, do with their kids. And um, so let me tell you a little bit about Tina. So Tina has a passion for food like most of us, right Tina? She loves to cook and she absolutely loves to design clothes. As a young child, Tina loves to draw and color, and um, she decided to go to um, FIT um, in New York. She graduated from FIT, and then she worked as a fashion designer in New York for 12-plus years. She got to travel all over Europe and the Far East. So let's see. Um, Tina founded KidSacks in 2007 with the goal of creating an environmentally conscious and creative product. So with that, I would love to invite Tina to the show. How are you doing today, Tina? Hello? Hello? She hasn't called in yet. Okay, should I just keep going here? Okay. So, all right, this morning we had a really, I personally had a lot of fun. Um, I got nominated as one of the top 25 cases for the Hot Mamas show. And um, it was just, I was very, very excited. The Hot Mamas um, project is actually a project that Kathy Corman Frey had gotten involved with. She decided that there are so many mom entrepreneurs out there that are doing great work, and um, there are so many kids in college now that are deciding to go out and start their own businesses, especially women. And she decided to do this little project where um, she started to do case studies because, as you all probably remember, in college... Uh, do you remember reading all those case studies in the textbooks? Because, um, they were so much easier to read that case study so that you could apply it to the real world. So Kathy had this great idea that she would go out and she would interview mom entrepreneurs to get, um, their story down on paper. And what they then did with those case studies is they used that as a mentoring. For, uh, for young girls that are out there interested in becoming entrepreneurs. So it's, it was just, it's such a fascinating idea and, um, Kathy has done an incredible job. So they got over a hundred case studies submitted and I was happy to know that my mom knows best actually got nominated as one of the top 25. So anyway, that's the good news from My Mom Knows Best for the week. And I think we have Tina here, don't we? Hi, Josephine. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Tina. I was just telling the listeners that this morning I, um, I actually got nominated to be in the top 25. I was one of the finalists for the Hot Mamas Project. Oh my gosh! What's that? That's awesome! What is that? Yeah, it's really. I just explained how Kathy Forman, um, Kathy, let me get her name right. Kathy Corman Frey came up with this idea that she wanted to go out and she wanted to interview mom entrepreneurs so that they could use their knowledge and their experience with their businesses, and they use them as case studies in textbooks. So the top ten actually got are they going to create a textbook? Out of and um, they're going to use them in the colleges, so which is great. I mean, you know,
0: because there's so much, there's so many entrepreneurs out there. We have so many different experiences, so yeah, awesome, great.
2: So I'm so happy. So anyway, well, thank you for joining me, Tina. I know that you have a very crazy and busy schedule, but uh, when I was introducing you, I said that you are a no-nonsense business advisor. <laughs> because I just think that, I think you're great. I think you have so much to offer my listeners today. So I explained to them a little bit about Kids Back and um, maybe you could um, tell us what made you come up with the idea. Well, I, I had been
0: looking and, you know, into finding work into an extra you know, a way to make money, extra money to contribute to the family. And the, the problem was um, my background is fashion design. And that's what I did throughout my 20s and um, the beginning of my marriage and, and having my kids and worked in New York and traveled. And that was really all my experience, my work experience. Um, And we moved from Connecticut to Massachusetts. There was no fashion industry here. I was sort of caught, like, where am I going to work? Where am I going to be able to get a job? And I thought, you know, I need to come up with an idea myself. And if I can't find a job, then I need to create the job. I need to make something happen that I can make money. Because there was just no industry here. There was nothing creative. There was just nothing that I could do. And it happened quite simply. One day, walking my kids to the bus stop, one of the... Neighbors, a cute little girl, was wearing a Nike sports sack on her back. And right then and there, the idea happened. I I right then and there, I thought, oh, my gosh, I can do a back sack for little kids. Not for big, big kids, but for little kids who want to be like their big brother, big sister.
2: Oh, that's great. That'll involve coloring. That'll involve art because that's what I know how to do. I think that is such a great thing, and I love the fact, Tina, that you are the one that creates all of the, the designs. that there are I resources. do. I do all
0: the artwork. I do and all the artwork. Yeah, I love. I mean, what better job than I mean, being able to color and draw all day this is any artist's dream? I mean, I, I love to do what I do. I mean, it isn't just that, unfortunately. Actually, being creative kind of takes a back burner because you know there's the sales, the order fulfillment. You know, trying to get into the stores, that actually takes up my ma- the majority of my time.
2: Yeah, and it that's a whole nother story, but the fact that you get to do at least a little bit of, you spend a little bit of your time. I do, I do. I mean, that's why
0: I, I love getting custom orders. I love it when I, you know, contact a resort and they say, yeah, we want you to do our theme, we want an ocean theme, or, you know, we want whales or seals or you know, whatever it is, with, with their logo. And then I love it because finally I get to sit down, close my office door, and, and you know, turn on my light box and just, you know, let the creativity happen. I mean, I love it. Yeah.
2: So that sounds like a lot of fun. And what I love about Kid Sacks is that it's a project that you can do with your kids. So the moms Absolutely. and dads can sit down. And you know what? It's amazing to me that when you're sitting down and you're doing these projects, I don't know what happens if their whole creative, the kids, their creative mind opens up. But what happens is that that's when the real stuff starts coming out, the information that you really want from your kids. My kids come home from school and I say, how was your day today? Good, mom, especially the boys. I get no information. (laughs) But I'll tell you, it's so funny if you sit down and start coloring or start drawing with your
0: kids. Yeah, or even they're doing it while you're making dinner. I mean, my kids will sit right at the countertop in the kitchen. They'll sit there. They'll color. And and I'm cooking, and it it is like that. We can talk back and forth, ask how the day was, ask what's going on in school. I mean, it's so important. You need to be involved in your kids' lives, and you need to know what's going on.
2: Yeah, and I just I love the fact that your kid snacks gives us that opportunity to get that much closer with the kids. Yeah, so I think that's wonderful. So all right, so let's talk about kid snacks again, as far as the business goes. So you incorporated in two thousand seven. How fast does it go, Tina? Does it feel like you just? Well, started? I didn't incorporate. I'm actually a sole proprietor. You okay. know, because when I well when I started
0: the business, I thought. Well, I didn't think. I didn't know. I've never been in business before. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't have a business background. I had a fashion design background. So, I started as a sole proprietor. I still am a sole proprietor, but I definitely have to um, become an LLC because my business is really growing. Oh, that's so. I do have. That's not a bad thing. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's a great thing. So. So that's wonderful. So, all right, so now what were the first steps that you did in order to get your business jump-started? Like, you came up with this idea. Did you know people? Did you have a mentor? No, I didn't know anybody. The,
0: the key thing when, when you're starting a business, which I didn't know at the time, well, <laughs> even, <laughs> even even after having read some pretty good books, yeah. is that you really do need money. You don't need a lot of money, but you right. really do need money. I mean, because if you have money a lot can happen. You can buy, you can buy supplies, you can buy more, more fabric, in my case, more fabric, more grommets, more draw cord. You buy bigger quantity. The price goes down. You know, the oh, price right. of your components goes down, and that's important because if you just do what I did, which at the time was okay, you know, make hundred of it, a uh, hundred of this design, make a hundred of that design. But now I'm paying top dollar. I'm paying the most expensive for fabric, the most expensive for all the components, the markers, and everything. Screen printing, everything that goes with kids' sack. So it's it's important that if you have money, you have a couple thousand to start. That's not a ton. It's a couple thousand to start. Then you can buy in quantity, and that brings your cost down, which is important. Yeah,
2: I have to tell you, Jill, that is such a great piece of advice because they always say to try to secure the money when you don't need it. It's true, but but this is the thing, but but I don't want anyone to think, oh, well, there goes my
0: idea. I don't have a couple thousand. Forget it. I can't get Mm -hmm. started on my great idea because you can. Like I said, I started my business with $200. That was it. Oh, that's amazing! That was well, it, and the, and the but and, but I knew I knew I needed money. So what did I do? I asked a couple friends. I said, "Look, guys, I need money." All right, Tina. You know what? We're gonna
2: take a quick okay. break, but we're okay. gonna get right back to it. All right, I hear the music. Okay. okay. <laughs>
1: Be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Gerasi. Right after these on TogiNet.com. Critical Thinking in the Real World. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever changing world around us? Critical Thinking in the Real World with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on TogiNet. hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life, and she'll share that in every show. Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central, starting November 4th on toginet.com. The American Rock and Roll
2: Countdown with Alex
1: Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one. With the official Classic Hits Countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown.
2: The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Togenet.
0: Mind Matters is the show that dares to ask what's on your mind. Take this opportunity to join Dr. Larry Ross, clinical psychologist, and Joan Johain, licensed clinical social worker, as they combined have over 50 years of experience in dealing with your mind. Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Net Radio.
1: Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Hello, so it's Josephine
2: again, and we're back to Paying It Forward with um, today's guest is Tina Hill. She is the owner of KidSack, and Tina and I were just getting, having a conversation about making the decision to start a new Business and how to go about as far as funding the business. So, Tina, you were just saying something so important that a lot of times we don't think about is that the more money you have on hand, the more products that you can actually purchase. And of course, the more products you purchase, the lower your cost, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, all It'll- the components that you need to make your product, all the things that you need that you're paying top. Even buying it wholesale, you know, you're paying top dollars. So, you know, if you can bring that cost down, you know, instead of maybe putting an order for two hundred, if you can put an order in for you know eight hundred or a thousand, it'll it's, it'll benefit you in the end. I mean, because my husband always says you're being does he say penny wise and pound foolish? Pound foolish, yeah. And that is so true. I know it's hard because you think, oh, but I I don't have a lot of money, and I don't want to buy a lot because what if I don't sell? But you. You have to think positive. You have to think, well, I'm in this to make money. Right. So you need to make the investment.
2: Sure. And sometimes that fear factor actually gets you on that phone to call, dial for dollar, you know, dialing for yeah. dollars, calling those retail stores, and what have you got to lose? You know, you just give you it You have thoughts. nothing to lose. And that's a, that's a whole other topic. I am always so
0: surprised when I talk to entrepreneurs and they say, oh, that's the hard part for me, you know, cold calling, talking to retailers. I'm like, what are you in business for, then? Isn't that what it's all about, getting the sale,
2: making the money? Yeah. And, Jill, I mean, yes, That's what it's about. I keep calling you Jill. I'm sorry, Tina, because <laughs> my DJ is Jill, and I'm looking at the panel, so I apologize. That's okay. Tina. That's okay. So, Tina, I love that about you, and it's so amazing that you have this inspiration that you give to other people that you just light that fire onto them and say, come on, guys, just go out, make the phone calls, and you're right. It's all about sales because it has to do with the cash register ringing. Like you said, that's what we're in business for.
0: That's why we're in business to make money. <laughs> so yeah, you got a cold call. You have to call your retailers. Call you know, call your stores, online catalogs. You know, yeah. any any distribution channels. You need to call them.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so what was the next step that you did? So how did you? How did you even source your kid snacks? How did I what? How did you source them? How did you go out and find a source? I love the fact and we need... Yeah, that, that's, a, that's an interesting
0: yeah. thing, actually. You know, I didn't, um, I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, I, I have a fashion background, so this should be easy. But when I started looking for fabric, um, I had a really tough time because all the fabric companies I did business with 20 years ago were uh-huh. all out of business. Everyone uh-huh. has gone overseas, apparently. So, um, There are not a lot of domestic resources out there, but I forget how I found out. Maybe it was a book that I read said go to thomasnet.com. And for entrepreneurs out there who are looking for resources, that is really important. Thomasnet.com lists, oh, there's my dog, lists um, all, you know, manufacturers and suppliers and um, they list everything that you need. Whatever you need, they have it. They have the resources. So that where is. where are they located, Tina? What? Where are they located? ThomasNet.com. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just online, but I found my are fabric. They here? Are
2: they here in the United States? Yeah, or... I
0: believe so. I mean, I found my fabric company there, draw cord company, marker. Every component of Kid KidSac, I found at ThomasNet.com. Okay. It's a great. It's a great resource.
2: All right. So that's what you did. So when you yes. just decided to start your own business, you but you decided, know, if you don't know, if you don't know about ThomasNet, how do you
0: go about? It? I don't know. I got lucky. I yeah. I came across ThomasNet.com, and whenever entrepreneurs call me and say, "Oh, I'm looking for a fabric supplier, a sewing contractor," I say, "Go to ThomasNet.com because that's a, that's the best resource."
2: Yeah. See, that's great. Now, what I love about you, Tina, is that we are so similar. It's almost like we were living the same life, coming <laughs> up with the idea to create a product yep. and at not knowing anybody how to do it. And I did more or less the same thing that you did. One night I came up with the idea. I brought my son into a public restroom, and he was touching everything. Yeah. I was... So disgusted. And it freaks me out, too, when my kids are touching stuff. I'm like, oh, God, don't. (laughs) I said, there must be a better way. I (laughs) went home that night. The next morning I woke up and I was walking with my friends. A group of us would walk every morning, and I said to them, and they all had children, potty training age, I said, what if I came up with an idea to create a product? Would you guys buy the product? And they said, absolutely. So yeah. what I did, I put the kids to sleep that night and I probably stayed up to one o'clock in the morning researching things on the internet. Right. And one phone call led into another and you right. would be amazed that if you call entrepreneurs, it's paying it forward. They are so happy to give you the information A that lot. They I would learn. say I agree with you, nine out of ten. Yeah. Entrepreneurs will
0: help you out. I help everyone that calls me. I get calls every week. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. And I help everyone. I give them my sewing manufacturer. But yeah. it is interesting, Josephine. Yeah. I have come across people. I was at the gift show in New York and saw a woman that had a cute little snack, um, those snack bags, those like eco-friendly snack bags. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, I said, I'm looking, always looking for, you know, Contacts. I said, do you have a sewing contractor that you could, would you let me know who your sewing contractor is? a forbid, what if something happened to my sewing contractor? And they said, sorry, Tina, we can't sew for you. Sure. We're, we're, we're booked solid. We have our own orders. We can't do stack. I need a plan B. And this girl would not give me her information. And I was like, you're ki-. I was floored. I was like, you're kidding yeah. me. I said, you're not going to. Let me know who your sewing contractor is. If I said, look, I said, we're not even competing with each other. We have totally different products. And she would not give me her information. I don't really get that. I help everyone that calls me.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I am the same way. But I have to tell you, I did have a guest on my show a couple of weeks ago, Rose Genuzzi of Genuzzi Limited. She actually creates onesies for kids and she has this whole clothing line. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And she said the same thing happens to her where a lot of people call up. And, you know, it's so funny. If somebody just has an idea for something and then they call you as an entrepreneur, Tina, you know as well as I do, our time every single second counts in our business because, you know, you have four kids. I have three kids. We're trying to run households. We're trying to run businesses. But Rose had such a great idea. She came up with almost like a questionnaire that she said, I'd be happy to help you. Let me send you a quick email with this questionnaire. That is a great idea. How great is that? And then Okay, I said, need to get that questionnaire from her. <laughs> and then what she said is she can help people after they've spent time knowing what they need help with. And she said that's when she'll devote the time. But otherwise, it's really hard to just, you know, Oh, I just didn't know. That. You know, I have one friend
0: who in Florida. How my friends with her? She contacted me. <laughs> you know, I need help, and I said, "Sure, I'll help you." Um, and it was as simple as this. I said to her, "Okay." She was afraid to even tell me her idea, and I said, "You know, I agree with you." I said, "When you think you can trust me, then then I can help you." But you know, she told me her idea, and I said, "You know, I said you have a really good idea." I said, "I would go straight overseas with this," and I gave her my overseas contact.
2: Yeah, I said, great. "Here,"
0: I said, "Just go overseas." This woman is totally trustworthy, reliable. Have her do a non disclosure agreement, I said, and then take it from there. I said you have a great idea.
2: Eh, it was pretty easy. Yeah, see, that's great. Now, the whole thing about non disclosure is so important. I have to tell you, Tina, I I have spent a fortune in legal fees because yeah, my gloves join the club. Yeah. My Gloves <laughs> is a unique product and I have a patent pending. I can't believe it's five years, but hopefully we're gonna get that really Five years. Yeah, five years, years—long, a long five years. I'll tell you, I am going to have a huge party when that happens, when I finally get it. But anyway, as far as that goes, I mean, you know, what do you think about investing money in all the legal fees? You know, how have you done it?
0: I'll tell you what, you know, it's a necessary evil. I didn't want to believe that. I did not. I read Tim's book, Mommy Millionaire, and she said, you need to get a... Good lawyer. And I ignored that part of the book. And um, she was really, she was right on. You need to find a good intellectual property attorney, someone who does intellectual property, trademarks, patents. It is so, so important. And agreements. Because lo and behold, you know, eight months ago or so, I discovered that there was another company trying to use the name Kidsack. And I had to go after them with a lawyer. And I needed a good lawyer. And it cost me a couple thousand dollars. You do need a good lawyer. You do. That's just a necessary evil. So I believe that's something you have to spend money on. I have, you know, right now I'm doing, um, I have a distributor in Europe. I needed a distributorship agreement. I had to spend a couple thousand on that. So, I mean, it's just starting a business. I say starting right off you don't need a lawyer. I didn't need one for a good Year and a half, but you do need to research. Find someone who is really good. It's going to cost you money, but you get what you pay for. Hello?
2: Uh oh, I can't believe this today. What's going on, (laughs) Jill? Are you there? I called you. Tina, Tina, I'm Tina. Tina, are we on break?
0: I don't know. I was talking and talking and it just turned off.
2: Okay, it must be that we're on break. Like, I cannot even believe what's going on today. They must be working on the phone lines. Are we live? 1 minute. Oh jeez. Hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, are we live? We
0: well, are live. Hi, 1 minute
2: hi, left. Everyone. Well, I am so sorry today. It's fine. Is one I of just
0: those. I don't know how much um was heard of what I said. I basically said You get what you pay for. A lawyer is important. You need to have somebody who is going to represent you, your intellectual property, who is going to, you know, be good at agreements, distributorships. I mean, it's very important.
2: Yeah, I think that the money is well spent, as you said. It's a necessary
0: evil. I mean, do you want to spend money on a lawyer? Of course you don't. What, $400 an hour? But, you know, it's just something that you have to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you, you wanna protect I want to your product. Talk, yeah. You know what I want to talk about a little today, Tina, is um virtual assistance and as far as hiring people to help us, because we obviously can't do it all ourselves. We're and I think the most oh, here we go. Well <laughs> that's what I'd like to talk about after our Okay. So Tina, we'll be right back. Okay, that sounds great.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, right after these on toginet.com. Inspiring women to be true to themselves. Get ready for Tracy Porter Radio on toginet.com, 2 p.m. Central, Wednesdays, starting November 4th. Tracy Porter, lifestyle, home and fashion designer. Inspiring women from all over the world with their fashionably eclectic goods, savvy tips, style advice, and encouraging spirit. TracyPorter.com is home to her designer products and voice to thousands of women who flock to Tracy's daily blog for a daily dose of Pure Tracy. And now she's coming to TogiNet. All of Tracy's enchanting goods can be found at TracyPorter.com and her nationally sought-after mail catalog, Tracy Porter. Plus, you can find her here on TogiNet. Tracy's awards, appearances, and accolades are too numerous to mention here. So, ladies, you've just got to come to be inspired, too, with Tracy Porter Radio, inspiring women to be true to themselves, to let their passions lead. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, starting November 4th, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well,
2: hi, everyone. It's Josephine again. I am so sorry for all the technical difficulties today. This is what happens when you kind of live in the woods and... There's probably a telephone truck, you know, doing some work on one of the neighbor's houses over here, so I apologize for that little disconnect. But today we have an exciting guest. We have Tina Hill um, of Sex. and um, Tina has some great, you know, ideas on how to run your business. And, Tina, so we were just talking before the break about how how does a mompreneur... Just get everything done. You know, we have so much on our plate, but the question is, like, how do you run your business? Have you decided that there well, is
0: let, certain let, let me just say, no. I believe this. This is why women are so good at being entrepreneurs, because we know how to multitask. Right. I mean let's let's be real. I'm cleaning the house, cooking dinner, sending emails. (laughs) Oh, and there's a phone on my ear, all at the same time. I mean, and this is most, you know, women who are entrepreneurs are used to wearing so many hats and doing it, doing it, making it happen. Yeah. I think women have I think women have the ability to be so successful.
2: Yeah. I agree. Now, there's two things about running my business. I have to tell you, one of the hardest things we had touched on a little earlier is as far as funding your business. So, when you fund your business, the idea for me, one of the toughest challenges is trying to figure out you have X dollars to spend on your business. How do you spend them in a wise, wise way? How do you get the most
0: back? Yeah, that for is your true, buck? and there are mistakes to be made. Yeah. Most important, I, I say this to everybody, um, there are two really great books out there. Um, Mommy Millionaire, which is a really great resource. You Absolutely. know, How to Run a Business, a, a to Z, and Mom Inventors by Tamara Monasoff. I mean, great, great books that will really guide you. Um, but how to prioritize what to spend money on. I tell you, one thing I read in quite a few books was don't spend money on advertising. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I didn't and then kind of got sucked into a few things and then did Mm -hmm. and then didn't get anything from it. And so,
2: So you you really don't believe in advertising. I do
0: not believe in spending money on advertising. Mm -mm. And I love it when I get an email from a magazine or someone saying, oh,
2: you can buy an ad for only, you know, $1,000. I
0: push the delete button. No, but that's just me because no, it, it hasn't worked, worked for me.
2: Now, this is interesting because I had Missy Cohen of The Clean Shopper on, I believe it was two weeks ago, and she had mentioned that she'll actually purchase, like, remnants of a magazine every now and then, but she's been in business for 10 years. She's the one, Tina, do you know the shopping cart covers that you see in the supermarkets a lot of times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was actually the inventor of that. That's kind of cool. But as far as um, Missy goes, it might be a different situation when you have an established business. Somebody said something important to me once, and they said that sometimes it's a confirmation to the purchaser, to the buyer, to the consumer that has just purchased your product to see you in advertising or to just see your name in the I mean, that's true,
0: but as an entrepreneur... With limited dollars, what do you spend money on? You've got to spend money on your product. Right, and I agree. You've got to. I have to spend money on fabric, grommets, drawcord, screen printing. That's my top priority.
2: Right.
0: Um, And advertising is just, for me personally, it's low, low on the um, list.
2: Yeah, I think. Because I learned the hard way. I spent some money.
0: Right. And, geez, if I hadn't.
2: Right. Tina, sometimes that's also the hardest part of being an entrepreneur is that sometimes you just gotta try something. Oh well, you do, I agree. You if have it to doesn't try work, it doesn't work.
0: Absolutely. You do have to try because what doesn't work for me may be, you know, great for someone else. And you do have to try.
2: Right. And you do. I
0: agree.
2: The other thing I wanted to say, one of the biggest lessons I've personally learned in business is that as an owner, we have to learn to work in not to work in our business, but to work on our business. And that is really, really tough. So the idea is to try to figure out what you enjoy doing the most and try to outsource the things that you're just not as good at. Absolutely, absolutely,
0: because you can't do it all. And, you know, that's exactly what I did. I mean, my background is being creative, and it's being artistic, and it isn't business. So the business part for me is tough. I'm doing it, but with... The biggest challenge for me is my bookkeeping. So I did. I got smart, emailed a bunch of friends in town, said, does anybody know a bookkeeper? And I found a stay-at-home mom looking to make extra money, and so now I have a bookkeeper come every other week. And she does my invoices. She puts them in QuickBooks. And for somebody else who's listening, they may say, oh, my gosh, that is so easy. I can't believe she's spending money on that. But for me, that's a big challenge. Yeah. It's so, a- yeah, because- I have somebody do that for me. And because I can't, you can't do, you cannot do it all. You're right. You can't. Yeah,
2: See, Tina, I feel the same exact way. And my listeners probably know, a couple of months ago, I did the exact same thing. I hired a stay-at-home mom who yeah. actually has credentials. You know, she was like a top top accountant for an international corporation. She was like the CFO, the chief financial officer of the company. She is so overqualified to do the book for little old my mom knows best, but I have to tell you, it is peace of mind, and it's every single penny I pay for that. Of course, and it's one less thing you have to worry about, and you know what, you're you're helping out another mom
0: who's trying to make extra money, trying to put food on her table, trying to pay for extracurricular activities for her kids. It's great. I mean, I love it. I've got a bookkeeper, comes every other week, she totally gets me in order, balances my books, does my invoices, says to me, okay, you have this much in your account. It's just the one thing I'm not great at.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, let's go on. So, we hit sales already. We, uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about sales, Tina? Sure. I mean,
0: I, I actually love sales.
2: Yeah, wow. I know you do. So tell me, what do you do? Let's start from the very, very basic stuff. If you want to get into a retail store, exactly what do you do? Do you start out with an Excel spreadsheet? I start
0: off with an email, send them my product pitch, say, Hi, my name is Tina Hill. I'm the owner of Kitsack, blah, blah, blah. Go on from there. Keep it sh- five sentences. Keep it short. Send them JPEGs. And then if I don't hear from them, I follow up in about five days, four to five days. I am i wouldn't say that I'm a stalker. Some might. So I follow, <laughs> follow up in about five days uh-huh. and then and then talk to them. Say, hey, this is Tina. I'm following up on my email that I sent you. I have a really great product. I think it's a, a perfect fit for your merchandise mix. Um, would you give me a test order? And I do that with resorts. I mean, I now, call them. Now, wait a up. second.
2: You'll give them a test order. What does that mean?
0: I'll send them a test order, 12 pieces. I mean, I would love orders of, like, 24 and bigger. Right. Because with resorts, I get nice orders, you know, like 100 pieces.
2: Right. Um, But, Tina, with a test order, so you send them 12 of them, but are they paying for them? Of course they're paying for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, (laughs) nothing's
0: for nothing. Everybody listening, nothing's for free. Yeah, Um, except samples of Glovies. I mean, you have to send samples. It kills me. Right. I spent probably $600 in, in sending out samples last year. My bookkeeper added it up. She said, wow, you spent a lot of money in samples. Right. It's a lot. But I'm going to start being a lot more selective about those, too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so let's go back. So you sent them the test. But a nice, the test Or,
0: you know, three of each design, test order of 12, three jungle, three sea life, three sports, three castle, and then follow up in a couple months. How is the sell-through? Would you like a reorder? You know. I mean, I have reps. I have some reps in place. Oh, you
2: um, do. How did you find your reps?
0: I Well, for me, it was easy because I have a toy. I have a kid's product, so I joined Astra, dot org, which is a toy association. And on that website, they list retailers, manufacturers, distributors. I mean, it's a resource for someone who's got a kid's product.
2: Oh wow, that sounds really, really great. And, and
0: and reps. I didn't say reps. And reps. So I went to the website, found a bunch of reps, contacted them one by one. Would you be interested in carrying my product? You know, and some were and some weren't. I have a, you know, right for now, I have a one line product, and as I discovered, a lot of reps are not interested in carrying one line products. But mm-hmm. I'll soon, soon enough, I'm going to have two more products. That so. right?
2: Oh, that's great. Any, that's good news. Yeah. Anything yeah. you want to tell us about?
0: Not yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay, just asking. Yeah, no, I'm actually going to be getting some samples from Sri Lanka, and I'm really excited. I already spoke to my distributor in Europe and a potential distributor in the U.S. Um, I'm wor- r- working with Play Toys to, um, in the works with them to be my U.S. distributor. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's all about adding product. I mean, yeah. you know, I can't just do kid stock. you got to add. Oh, I've sure. got to make my line bigger. That
2: sounds good. So, Tina, let's go back. So you um, send the email. You follow up with the phone call. You yeah. send them um, the test order. You follow
0: yeah, up and with and then I, I go to UPS. I, I ship them their order. And I just do that. I email stores. I call on stores, resorts,
2: museums, aquariums. Now, yeah, where you know. are you coming up with your list of people to call? Well, Astra provides
0: a ton of retailers. I mean, they have a huge membership. So I go there. I just kind of go state by state, Googling stores, um, Googling, you know, toy stores, specialty
2: gift shops. That's great. Do you know what I do? Tina, I try to find a similar product to Gloveys. anything that's disposable or anything? Exactly, and I do that
0: too. I look at other websites and see where retailers are.
2: You do. It takes a lot of time, but you go onto their website. You see who's selling their products. And exactly. chances are, if they're selling a similar product, they would have an interest in your product. So.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I, I do the same thing. I mean, exactly. I mean, okay, for me, so... it's easy. All the toy products that are out there, I can just Google any of these toy names and find a zillion list of retailers to call on.
2: Yeah, that's great. So it's, once again, it's just a lot of time. So, you know, I was, well, you have to know who your market is. I always say yeah. that, like when entrepreneurs call me and
0: say, oh, I've got to call up stores, you know. I say, well, who is your market? This isn't hard. Who are you selling to? I mean, you need to know who you're selling to.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I actually was with a business consultant a few weeks ago, and he had said one of the wisest things anybody can do when they come out with a new product is get their niche market, but start very, absolutely, very small. Absolutely, absolutely. Start very, very small yep. and just flood that market. And yep. slowly but surely, one person tells another person, and then right. your name starts to become known.
0: We and that's and that's what I'm doing because, you know, when I first started Kid Sack two years ago, I was like, oh, this is a great product for specialty toys, but you know what? Then I got my first order with the Atlantis Resort. Oh, great! And it clicked. I just, it just clicked. I said, you know what? This is an even better product for resorts. Right. Why? As a mom, you go into a toy store, you're overwhelmed. Right. There's tons of toys. But you go into a resort gift shop, there is not a big kid section.
2: Yeah, I think it's a great. It's so funny how it works out that yeah. sometimes your market comes to you. Well, and,
0: and that happened getting yeah. that Atlantis order. And it's so funny because I had a girlfriend. Oh, I hear the music. (laughs) That's okay, I hear the music.
2: All right. Well, we'll be back shortly. Okay. Paying it forward.
1: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi. Right after these on Toginet.com. Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap, and the Frugalitarian is here to show you how. Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian. On Toginet, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays.
0: This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style, bargains on food, home
1: decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. On the Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion savvy, and earth-friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing
0: i'm speaking from experience i live on a beautiful farm where i take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent
1: for more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not go to thefrugalitarian.com. join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with jody olson it's the frugalitarian wednesdays at 3 p.m central on togynet.com Celebrate Green is coming to Tokenet, Wednesdays at noon central time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it at no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Colwell and Corey Colwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with Green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online too at celebrategreen.net and greenhalloween.org for more information the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to celebrate green, the radio show with lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon central time starting November 4th on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com.
2: Well, welcome back everyone. We're on our last segment of Paying It Forward for this week. I just, before I get started with my last segment with Tina Hill of Kid Sacks, I just wanted to let my listeners know that next week we're actually going to have a guest on who's a business consultant who has sold companies for multi-multi-million dollars. And he has incredible, incredible business advice. He's one of those guys that people literally pay thousands of dollars to sit down for one hour, and we're going to have Jeff Leventhal on the show next week. So that is a not-to-be-missed Paying It Forward segment with TogiNet Radio. So anyway, back to Tina. So, Tina, we were talking about assistance, and yes. I recently was, one night, the kids are sleeping, I put a podcast on my computer as I was putting away filing paperwork and everything, and it was such a fascinating podcast. They were talking about virtual assistants, mm-hmm. and they were saying that a lot of mompreneurs out there should probably hire virtual assistants, and it's funny because I'm one of those people that I would prefer somebody to come into my office, be there with me, and it kind of creates all this dynamic and energy within the office.
0: I'm with you on that.
2: But the only thing is, Tina, I have to tell you, what he had said was, if you hire a virtual assistant, you cannot think of them as somebody you know who does office administrative work. He said you've got to look at them as somebody who can ring your cash register. So remember, we were just talking about the retail stores. That is a fabulous project. For a virtual assistant to do, because let's face it, it's not rocket scientists to find out who the buyer of the store is, right. and for them to make that introduction phone call. Right. And I thought that was a brilliant idea. And also, if you hire a virtual assistant to set up appointments for you, so you mentioned that you want to be in all the big resorts. Well, you can hire a virtual assistant who's actually going to get in touch with that buyer and who's going to set up that appointment for you, and you're still closing the big deals. You're still the main contact person, and I just thought that that was a brilliant piece of advice, but I love what you did as far as how you hired your assistants. Why don't we share that with everyone? Sure. Well, I think that, you know, if
0: you have money, um, and a lot of entrepreneurs don't, so if you have the money, then you can get a virtual assistant. They cost money, though. Right. Now, I don't have the extra money, so what I did was sent an email to 30 girlfriends, and I said, hey, <laughs> I said, I'm giving my sales trips 15% commission. I'll give it to you. I, you know, I'll give it to my friends who are stay-at-home moms who really want to make the money, who are hungry to make the extra money, put food on their table for their kids, pay for, like I always say, pay for the activities because our kids oh, have so much going on now. And cool. um, I had six friends get back to me, and I said, okay, I said, you pick a state, first come, first serve. My first girlfriend, Kathy, picked Hawaii and California. I said, great. I said, you can't touch the toy stores, I said, because I am getting distributors and they're going to they're gonna have toy stores. I said, but no one's got the resorts and hotels. Oh, I wow. said, so please. I said, that's who you're going to call on. So I have six friends now. They're all in different states. Some of them are carrying three or four states. And they call on the hotels and resorts. And my one friend, Kathy, who is stayed home mom of three, just in the past two weeks, got four custom orders for different resorts in Hawaii and California.
2: Oh, amazing. Now, each
0: commission, for her, it's $200. That's 15% commission. That's just for emailing and making a few phone calls. Yeah,
2: that's amazing. And you know what? And that's extra money. As a business owner, we're happy to give it to them because, you know, I'm also part of that Make Mine a Million Dollar, you know, um, program. And one thing that Nell Molino... Marino, I think is her name, but anyway, now, one thing that Nell mentions all the time is it's all about those mompreneurs out there who can give jobs to other people. It's all about generating. Jobs, pay it
0: forward. Pay it forward and give it to other moms. And, you know, the funny thing is it's amazing how, you know, you say things and they, they happen, they come true. It, it, it's it's amazing. Two years ago I was interviewed, and they said, they asked me, what. Well, my dream was I said you know what my dream is I said sure it's to have a line of eco-friendly products I said but it's also to have a company where I'm going to have a big base of moms working from home like me I'm home my kids are when they walk in the door I'm here which is awesome it's great but my dream is to have a a company where I'm going to have stay at home moms all over working from home making money and you know what that's happening now I have—I mean, not a ton of friends, of course, only so like six or seven friends. But they're working from home. They're calling on resorts and hotels. They're getting orders, and they're getting paid for it. That's just great. What a—and this is this has been my dream, and it's it's happening. And I'm able to help my friends out. And I've said to my friends. And forward this email to your friends
2: because there are a lot
0: of hotels and resorts out there, a lot.
2: Yeah, and I love this idea, Tina, that you're thinking big because obviously your orders for the resorts are much, much larger than just a boutique store. That's
0: right. A toy store is going to give me an order of 12 or an order of 24. A resort, for custom, the minimum order is 150 pieces.
2: Oh, that's great. It's
0: awesome. It's great. So, I say to my friends, if you get a custom order, your minimum commission is $200. Yeah. And to some people, they may think, oh, $200, that's not a lot. This is, you're not paying for babysitters, you're not driving anywhere, mm-hmm. you're barely making phone calls. This is all done by
2: email. Yeah, that's a great, great idea. Now, let's talk a little bit about social media. Tina, how are you with social media? Do you Are you involved in Facebook, Twitter? I am.
0: It's important. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you spend, my husband, I said a lot of people, my husband, oh, you spend so much time <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, what, what are you Twittering Sorry. about? But it is important because this is what is happening now. Everybody is on their computer. And it's important. This is a great way for you to get information about your company out there. Whenever I get a new order, mm-hmm. whenever I do new artwork, I post it on Facebook and I write about it on Twitter. You know, just got a new order for Beverly Hills Hotel. Just got a new order for Kahala Hotel or, you know, Four Seasons Hotel. I mean, I post it on Facebook. I post it on my Mommy Millionaire website that I belong to. And I post it on Twitter. And, you know, anyone who's following me on Twitter and anyone who's following them is going to see that information. And it's important because I have editors following me. It's very important. I have scores following me, so it's important.
2: I think you're so right, and it's funny. I, I recently, just this weekend, had read an article in the newspaper about somebody who got a new Apple phone. I have a Blackberry, so I, I don't know, know that much about the Apple phone, but the idea is um, they had an old Apple phone, and they just got the new one, or they're getting the new one. I guess it's coming out the first week of April. But anyway, they went to the Apple store, and they took a training class, Right there at the. That's actually a
0: great, great idea.
2: You know, (laughs) Tina, and the thing is, that person said they were so upset at themselves for not doing it a year earlier because can you imagine all the time that they've wasted? No, I could use a course
0: on Facebook and Twitter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was getting to. That's exactly what I was getting to. Is that as soon as an entrepreneur decides, okay, it's time to do the social media? I personally think it is a great idea to hook up with somebody and take a quick course. a lot Yeah, of times, or
0: even just a good friend, somebody who really yeah. knows what they're doing, because even Twitter, I, I don't post pictures on Twitter. I don't even know how. But, and I know people do that. They post their Twit pics.
2: Also. Right.
0: <laughs> but it's important. You need to understand social media, how it works, and it's a great tool. Anyone who doesn't believe that, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? My European distributor found me on LinkedIn, Because I posted my information on LinkedIn. He contacted me, and, you know, it took quite a while because there were, you know, discussions and agreements and negotiations, but that's how my European distributor found me. And also, store retail buyers have found me on LinkedIn. I mean, it's really
2: important. Yeah, I think you're so right. And, you know, another piece of advice for those starting out there. You know, Tina, what I did and what might really work well for you, too, is a friend of mine, um, Jill, had suggested that I do an Animoto um, video. And it's free. You go online and you can do a 30-second video, and it's really cool. You can have it right on your website. So anybody who wants to know anything about Gluffy, I went out, I got a photographer who took these incredible pictures of my product in use and i had a little video i created it probably you know in no time maybe that is a or great something. idea i mean i have a video on my website oh, too do? that i did through toy directory which is it's okay it's an okay video but your idea is really great oh yeah it's great and you put music to it and i have to tell you i i have like over 200 and something hits you know, that that's people right. actually went in and, and looked at it. So
0: Oh, you're going to have to, in an email, send me that information.
2: Oh, yeah, I definitely will. But just for the listeners to know, it's www.animoto.com. Www.animoto, okay, I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, so so that's a, a It is important. Different.
0: You need a video on your website. Absolutely. I have one. Do I love it? No. But I have one, and uh, it is important. People need to see that It's visual. That visual. Yeah, it's
2: a yeah, great tool. It definitely is visual. So I feel like we hit on a lot of topics as far as trying to help those entrepreneurs out there. Do you have one last paying it forward, Tina, that you'd like to share with us?
0: Well, I think, you know, the most important thing is, is that when you have an idea, it's very easy to give up on it it's, it's very easy to say oh I can't do this I can't make it happen but you know what life is short and you've got to do everything in your power to make it happen make your make your idea make your dreams happen you don't want to look back in 20 years whatever and say oh I had that idea and I never followed through with it yeah better to better to try and fail and at least you can say I tried it but I, I think it's so important to Live your dreams. Make them happen. You, anyone can make it happen. I started my business with $200. That's amazing. Not ideal, but I did it, and I made it happen. Yeah, because that's any, wonderful. Anybody, can, you can do it. You've got to believe in yourself and surround
2: yourself with people who believe in you. Mentors. That's what it is. You have to keep those naysayers yes. away. If somebody has anything negative to say about your business, yep. you, goodbye. you almost <laughs> have to write a list. This is what I do. I literally write a list so that I know never to bring up my business to discuss my business with that person. Oh, yes. I've
0: got people like that in my life, too. It's important. Surround yourself with people who love you, believe in you, who are going to support you.
2: Yeah, that positive energy. Positive.
0: You need it. Positivity breeds more positivity.
2: Yeah, and success breeds success, which it is does, absolutely amazing because it just jumpstarts a fire within your your soul. And have amazing. a visual,
0: have a little sign that says on your desk, you know, make it happen. Do your do
2: your best to make it happen. Yes. Well, Tina, we had a great show today. <laughs> Oh, oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you so much for being my guest and once again <laughs> Tina Hill from Kidsex com. All right, take care. okay, see everybody next week. Thanks bye bye.